One, two, three. <laughs> Special shout out to the Pit Podcast right out the gate. Um, yes. I thought it was best to start out with them up front because what we're going to talk about is what some couples, a lot of couples that lead to a lot of divorces or just them breaking up is because they fell into this type of pit, this type of situation because they did not know how to work through it. So power and transparency, power and testimony. That is the pit podcast with Darnell and Dom. Make sure you guys go ahead and check it out. But we are going to fall into a pit today. A real one and hopefully we're providing a ladder for you to get yourself get you your spouse significant other out of the habit of arguing over this particular thing which is one of the reasons why a lot of people end up getting divorced or relationships breaking apart now you did see us talk about marriage and money Mm -hmm. with the Clarks hashtag emphasis on the Clarks and so we thought it would be a great idea to do a little bit more research uh, on it to ensure that we don't face this situation and to share with you guys different creative ways that we found during our reading uh, process. Yay! <laughs> also, we want to say hello. Welcome back to the village. Thank you all for supporting us and mm-hmm. watching another wonderful episode. Yeah, so this is the hot seat. But uh, I guess we can call it a hot B because we are enjoying the lavish, comfortable purple mattress. I'm telling you, it is so great that we had to shoot the podcast this time in the bed because it is so freaking comfortable. It is. And we spend our entire weekend in the bed. That's not true. We still make like breakfast and lunch. That you didn't have to say. That's obvious. Hey, you said the entire weekend. That means we We, don't leave. Well, (laughs) you gotta use it and you come back. We still (laughs) eat. But that's how comfortable it is that you will be in here the whole weekend. Yes. Purple mattress. Four inch. It is literally like sleeping on the cloud. I'm telling you. Super comfortable. So, we're going to talk about it now. We're going to get into it. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it's going to get right into it. So, what we're going to talk about is, you know, the fettuccine, the bread, the guap, the dub, the strap, the K, the grand, bag of money, money. Green Out of backs, all of that, you didn't... Seed notes. You didn't even say dinero, which is like yeah, num- dinero. Like, always, always. All said. of it. Money, money, money. Money. <laughs> Some people got to have it, but we all got to have it to live in this world. So mm-hmm. when you're coming together as one, this is a, a hot topic. Um, Yay or nay. Do we or don't we? What? That's the thought. When it comes to this and you're coming together in marriage, yes, we do. No, we don't. What is it that you want to do? So, I'm I was gonna, I'm I'm just gonna keep pushing forward because I'm lost. I hate when you do that. Cause I'm like, what are you talking about? Do we or don't we? What? What are we talking about? Combining you, money but and marriage. We didn't even say that word yet. Yeah, which you should be introducing now because we're trying to cut no. down our time. If you no. do all the extra BS, then our time. No. This is going to be edited out. No, it's not. Because I'm not. Because oh, you can't. Anyways, there are a lot of reasons why couples combine their finances, and there are more reasons on why it is extremely, extremely difficult. So we read this beautiful article by the Wall Street Journal and thought we would have our tips along with what the article is talking about on how to overcome pivotal reasons as to why there's a huge barrier, a huge wall uh, between couples or in marriages as to why it's very, very difficult. So from the words of Laura Lewis, who is a licensed uh, psychologist and owner of Atlanta 
uh, couples therapy. She says combining finances is a emotionally charged issue. And here are the four uh, reasons as to why it is very difficult to uh, combine it and to do it with ease on a mental level and an emotional level. Uh, because uh, one of the very, very most important things that a lot of couples end up missing, or even I end up missing sometimes in our relationship, because you know, we're human, we're, we're not perfect, but it is very, very important to keep this on your mind. Communication. You gotta be communicate and work through these issues. So the first one is loss of control. Right out the gate, most of the time it is us men that feel like we're the breadwinners, it's my money, I gotta make sure we manage it the way I do because that is the way, like we Jesus or something, like it's the truth and the light. It's not, no. So overcoming. So there are different ways in which you can overcome that obstacle if that is an obstacle that correlates to you. Track your expenditures and savings simply because you may not even realize how much you're spending. So not me just tracking my own spending, but she tracking my own spending. Well, you spend $500 on food this month. No, I didn't. Uh-uh, it's right here. Dang, that's a lot of money. No wonder we couldn't go on those dates that we wanted to do or travel to another city. Put it all in the food. What's wrong with you, boy? And vice versa, what do you, come on now. How many times are you going to go to the spa? This is ridiculous. Okay. You done lost your mind. You don't make no sense. That's I didn't bought the, I didn't bought the z -z 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 ball. You can do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now. So that, but what that does is you guys are actually sitting down doing that. And that invokes, that invites words being expressed to one another, communicating on a different level, on a level that could potentially, if you allow it to, end your relationship. So communication is good when you're um, abreast to your partner's cash flow and how the money comes in, how it trickles out. That allows you to identify different areas, different categories of spending you can pull back on and that you can use those funds for something that you guys collectively decide to do um, moving forward because you do not want to be in a situation where there could be a health situation or something might come up and all of a sudden there's the, there's that resentment that has been built up over time and now you then got hit with a whirlwind of expenses and debt or in some cases hidden money because someone was creative enough to overpay on their taxes by large amounts and then all of a sudden you got all this money sheltered somewhere else. I'm like, we've been out here struggling. I'm over here riding around a 1990 cents pinto, which don't even make sense. No, it doesn't. So it's just like, why am I over here creaking up the road? And we got 300000 over there. What is wrong with you? It's my money. See, that's the problem. When y'all come together as one, it's y'all. Exactly. <laughs> so um, what, what the article does bring out is a great, a great image, which we'll be able to show uh, you just by clicking the link. We might be able to provide the picture in here. I don't know. We've got rights and stuff, so... I'll just more likely just drop the link and you guys can look at it. It's titled um, Better Together. So what it pretty much breaks down is different, three different categories as to when couples are doing things together and when they're doing things separately and <clears throat> when it comes to talking about money. So when they communicate well with their spouse, it's 73% of the time that communication is great and it extends beyond just the money talk. When you're doing things independently, it drops down to 67%. It's difficult to start a conversation with money with their spouse around household, uh, household spending and budgeting. It's very, it can be very challenging. 
So 13% of the time, it's a challenge, which is way less as compared to independently is 20%. So that communication factor is making it even easier for married couples, for couples to have that money talk situation. They are more likely to be confident in their significant other's ability to assume full responsibility of retirement finances if needed. So now we're talking about in the future, which means you realize what's happening right now, the things that you're doing that could affect your future. So you're looking past today. 85% is, the, is higher ranked than the 57 when you're doing it independently. So if you're doing things together, the likelihood is that you will be able to shore up enough cash, enough investments, whatever it may be. When the kids are out and y'all free, we free to do whatever, we're in a better situation to live the lifestyle that we want to once the kids are gone, once we hit retirement. The next thing that they talked about, number two, which makes it a little bit easier. You combine everything, but mm. you still like, oh, I want to do what I want to do. And you're going to see what I'm doing. I'm trying to do something for you that you don't need to be knowing about because ain't nothing your business. So there's a thing called fun money. And it either or it could be called a no questions asked account, which means that you're, you guys have everything together. All the bills are coming oh. out. Whatever you guys decide, because whatever works for you guys may not work for us. So whatever decisions that you make, you do those. But then you have two little pockets or just one person may not need it. The other person may need it. So you have that account there that you put some funds over there to do whatever it is that you want to do. Whether it be you're saving up money to take your spouse out on a, on a lavish date, vacation, Barbados, you know, you never know. So it's good to have that set aside. You can surprise your significant other, do whatever it is that you need to do. However, I will say, in doing this, in doing these things, you gotta have a heightened level of trust. So just like our podcast is, we're always being honest. Open, transparent, and our communication, always communicating with one another in every aspect of life. Do not want you to mince the words and think that this could be your getaway account. You can go off creeping and do whatever it is that you want to do and some things you ain't supposed to be doing. So don't start with that now, which is why when you're doing things together, you have access to each other's accounts. You can see different things, holding each other accountable, not for that reason, but for the reason that we talked about, which is that 85% of being able to take full responsibility of what you guys plan to do 20, 30, 40 years from now, because those that will keep you in the mindset that, man, as soon as these kids is gone, it's on. We're going to be going here, here, there, everywhere, wherever that you choose to be. So uh, if memory serves me correctly with the article, it also says for fun money that you should have an agreed amount of money that you decide to put into whatever that account is. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, you know, I'm taking three fourths of my check, you know, all of the money that isn't needed for bills, I'm putting it mm -hmm. over here for myself. We have an agreed amount of money of yeah. whatever it is, a month or however you want yeah. to divvy it up. Then you do it a month, every two weeks, put $200 over there, over there. And then you come to find out that it turned into a savings account because you ain't even using it that much. So <laughs> Only you. So you taper. Only you would think that. Oh, of course. So you taper how much you put over there. You taper it down a little bit. So you got you to gotta be, you know, flexible. Being able to adjust, have those different types of conversations and apply what is being said to the budget, to the money movement that you guys have decided to do. Yes. Anyways. But yeah, that's all about the fun money right there. It does give you another great graph on who typically takes the lead in the money. If you've seen our episode before, I take the lead in managing the money, all of the money, make sure all the bills is paid and blah, blah, blah. 
Every, all the money is put aside that we decided to do for ourselves collectively to reach our goals. Of course, I have predetermined how much gets put to the side for the retirement, so we don't even see that. But yeah, I'm the primary decision maker. She gives me input. Sometimes I don't listen majority of the time which is why we're talking to <laughs> you listen. about this because we realize this could be potentially a problem and so we want to make sure it's not a problem for you guys because it's not a problem for us it's just it's not going we to hit the wall every now and then when it comes to the whole money thing not arguments screaming hollering just differences of opinion which leads us to the topic that she's eager to get to, and that is... Conflicting perspectives. <laughs> yeah. So, um, scroll. It's right here. I thought you said you was ready. I just want to make sure I got my story straight, it's all. Alright, so... It's our story. We're just using this as backup. <laughs> yeah. Because people don't be believing. I, I don't want to mix it up with the next one. Oh, okay. So... Coming together, I have some school debt, you know, uh, student loans. I said he was just what they were not. You equal. had like a loan compared to mine. I know. Yours was even ten percent of my did debt. You, did you not see? You, I don't know if you guys can see that, but it. I think they have. I think they've heard it. Oh no, because you're probably not listening to the Wilson Financial Podcast, ah. which unfortunately has been put on a halt because of what I'm going through at work. I received a promotion. They told me I can't do stuff like that. So the podcast has actually been on pause. But yeah, on that one, I pretty much expressed that my student debt is 50000 You want to be technical, it's about like forty two. But when you add that interest up on there, I think it's closer to like fifty two. It's ridiculous. Hers over here is a measly old 3000 Yay. Well, nowadays, but. Right. Supposed to be knocking that out this year, right? We're supposed to be knocking that out in the next few weeks. There you go. Yay, so excited. Yeah, or um, by the time this airs, actually, it might. Right. I've already been gone. Well, yeah. we'll see. We'll but see. But, anyways, there's a difference. And so, his thought process as, you know, Wilson Financial, so the financial person, because he, I am. Or was a client and client. I'm not sure how you put that. She is a client, <laughs> and I thank her because that is true support, right there. That's that's really sharing the vision. Like she knows what it is that I'm trying to do, and she wants to support. So even though she went from woman, as in my woman, to my wife, she still supports. She still supports. Still support. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, yeah. welcome. Yes. So, it was, we're going to be really strict, we're going to be really rigid, even though I, according to what he said and the way I understood it, I had student loans, but I really didn't have any debt. So now we come together, and we're still going to be really strict and really rigid, even though with my job, you know, I got a raise because I got my degree and everything, so there's more money, and I still don't have a lot of debt. That's your degree. Yeah, You've been had that before we even... I know, but I'm saying, like, the amount of money went up because getting that degree, I was able to get raises, whereas before I was not. So even Oh, I thought I you were going to say that you got a raise because you moved to L.A. and they pay more. I would think you were going to go back to 2015. Well, I was getting there, but you interrupted. Um. Yeah. So then <laughs> moving here, I had a bigger increase being a travel nurse. Um, so I was, I'm getting even more money than I was before, and, but then I was still on this very rigid budgeting. And I'm like, why though? We're perfectly fine. I should be able to go and spend money because there's extra money that we don't need that's just sitting there. And how I see it as... No. We're in a, <laughs> we live in an area where the cost of living is higher than what you're used to. So that causes for a little bit more restriction than once before. Plus, 
you guys don't hear my credit score is low. I'm used to it being in the 800s. Okay. It's 770. What is going on? First of all, I've never said so, anything about 770. We got a knockout and eradicate this debt, which is credit card bills typically, which we've addressed the way on how we're going to make sure we don't go bug wild because we've been going a little bug okay. wild recently. We have not really, but the credit card was getting a car and then getting this mattress, which both were necessities. So it's not like, and oh, I'm just going to go run and get a whole new wardrobe, which I'd like to do, do, but mean? I can't we, do. We bought the big daddy furniture out there, brought a refrigerator. First of all, I don't know what a refrigerator <laughs> is to that's try to buy one. There's some expenses up there. Well, yes, we do. Got a down payment. The majority of like those things are already paid off. Down payment on a car? Yeah, car? like I said, well I said car. Okay. So like they were they were necessities. So that's where that and there's unfortunate. A... No, I'm just playing. They were, they were good necessities. Necessities. And there's a plan to pay those things off. And in that plan there's still all sorts of extra money. That I'm just supposed to look at. Because. <laughs> Not I ever use. Because I want to buy a house. At. I'm tired of renting. I'm tired of renting. And which we came to a conclusion on that one. I think. So that's why you got to be. Got to be right here with it. <laughs> Again. It's not like I'm trying to buy the Taj Mahal. I'm not trying to get a new wardrobe, but sometimes because I have the money and I know bills are paid and everything is fine and the things that need to go where they need to go have gone there and there's all the extra money, it's like I'd love to just go to, I don't know, a shoe store because I like shoes and buy a new pair of shoes. I have more shoes than her now. She does. That's, that's a He has shock. more shoes. More that's, shoes. That's, I'm looking at it right now. That's crazy. It's ridiculous. I have a little cubby. All my shoes. It's ridiculous. But anyways, that's beside the point. But after all of this talking, you didn't hear hear us go through. We did. I did come to the the realization that as long as what we're trying to do when it comes to purchasing homes and houses and retirement and bills are paid, whatever is left. Go on right ahead and do your thing, thing. Almost. Long as it's on the credit card so we can get them points. Almost. Make sure so, we gotta give a, a, a quick payback because we ain't paying no interest. Anyway, so conflicting interest. There's extra money. All the things that need to be taken care of are taken care of. Mm -hmm. I should be able to spend money, him. No, don't do it. Don't spend. Don't. Just don't. Conflict of interest. So there had to be conversations. And that's where the, you know what, all of these things are taken care of. You can spend. Because he also knows, I do like having money in my account. She and I'm them not going to deplete it that much. So, <laughs> it's, I'm, I mean, if I spend money, it's going to deplete, but it's not going to be like, okay, I'm negative $600. Yeah. Like we're not, we're not going anywhere near zero. Yeah. And he knows that. So yeah. now we've had that conversation. It's okay. But mm -hmm. going in, I tell you, those conversations were long and many frequent <laughs> because I just did not understand. I just didn't get it. Like, but it's there though. Yeah. I see it. And any money that she goes off and spends, it's a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Like thirty dollars. What did you spend five dollars at Taco no, Bell for? That, it's Taco it Bell. Like that you was know. not no five dollars. It's more like thirty. In That's the, when I buy for everyone in else. And above. And then I'll be seeing $50 transactions. What did you... Oh, that's gas. I, it just what? hurts. It's just so much. It's exiting. It, it affects my soul. But um, I'm, you know, getting over it. Getting used to Slowly. it. Slowly. But in doing so, when that combination comes on, in all relationships, you know, we all come with baggage. 
We all come with our personal issues. If you've been following along, I know you guys have. <laughs> you know, you got the demon. You know, you got the demon just, you know, it's, uh. And so, had the and she, she has her, you know, her little thing. Don't say it. Her little thing. And so we all come with, you know, little baggage here and there. But even in doing so, even when it comes to relationships, you got money baggage. You got debt problems. Coming over here and your credit's gold 20. You know, there's, there's, there's things there. Yeah. Now, I never came in with no 20 credit score because you get that just for your name, just like SAT just about. <laughs> <laughs> but, Credits for being here. <laughs> yeah, so, but we still come on with, you know, with debt. She brought up her little, her little student loan stuff. Lord have mercy. And my fitted dollar. So I'm coming in with debt. Not because I wanted to, it just, you know. I made certain decisions, lost a scholarship, had to take money out to get through it. And back then, I wasn't wise enough. And so now we sitting here with Fiddy, Fiddy in debt. A little bit over, oh, close to 100000 in car in car loan debt. Oh. With the car, that's, I ain't, we ain't worried about that. That's investment. That's needed. See, that the, hurts me. The student loan, though. Yeesh. And one of these politicians, y'all, remove it. <laughs> remove it, Lord. That's 50000 Jeez, it's actually getting hot in here. Just talking about it. The gift with the little babies. Yeah, just please take it away from me. And send it to the heavens. I mean, if you took 50000 away, I could... I can stretch out that 2000 over 50 years. Oh, wow. Because I still don't want to pay it back. No, I'm just playing. Remove it. I'll pay that thing quick, fast, in a hurry. But yeah, debt. Sharing the burden. Do you feel like you got to, you know, help your significant significant other, your, your husband? I didn't. Get up out of there. <laughs> Come on now. So the, Lord, the Lord can join us together. So we in this thing, from thick and thin, high water to low tides, richer or poorer, debt or no debt. I need you. That was not in the vow. <laughs> that was not I in the I need you, Lord. But yeah, so for millennials, it is a heightened rate, 74%. Mm -hmm. Generation X, 62. Baby boomers, which just about should be zero, but it's 39%. Yeah. So do you feel responsible for taking on your other half's debt? 35 for millennials, 39 for Generation X, 24 for the baby boomers. Debt had a negative impact, which means it's affecting your ability to do things like qualify for a house. You got that debt to income ratio and that debt be kicking your tail. Score be good. Down payment money might be there. Turn around, and get that mortgage in comparison to your debt. It ain't going to happen. You don't get approved. So 46% for millennials, 41 for Gen X, and then 30 for baby boomers. But there's something you wanted to say about sharing the burden, because God is good. So all the time. I did not want to. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, but why? I didn't go to school for that. I, my debt is almost gone. I paid almost I will have paid all of my debt on my own. As in from my money. I've had help with the plan. Yes, thank you, Wilson Financial. But it's been the money that I've earned from the work that I went to school for. So I'm like, well, you got it. <laughs> you got it. It's all you. So Which we, I do. I do have it. It's just with our goal. We got to not finish. Okay, Jeez. go ahead. I don't want these people thinking I'm out here. No. Some change. Help me. No. <laughs> I mean, the income ratio, you know, she up here and I'm, you know, trying to get up there, but it ain't that bad. Anyways, so we had to have a lot of conversations because, I mean, if you guys haven't picked up on it, I'm a very strong-minded individual aka sometimes hard-headed and so we had to have quite a few conversations sometimes found it quite a few conversations <laughs> so that i could gain a better understanding and as he said because we had 
or we have these goals with you know house not an apartment for the rest of forever but house you know like he said things i didn't understand i didn't know anything about the fact they're going to be looking at how exactly how much money you have with your debt you know all of that going against the mortgage that you would be paying and so when he explained that it's like okay i mean i was still hesitant but i was like all right let me think about it <laughs> and then eventually it's like okay what's your plan and then after i sat on the plan for a minute i was like all right no you wasn't because we went back and forth no listen i was like all right <laughs> let's do it and then the first time the money came out why did i was i was upset remember we talked about it i don't remember saying that i i had a slight case of yeah but we, changed, that but, minute. but we changed the amount yeah because through you, the conversations because yeah. i was like look see you do this what i'm doing oh yeah it's gonna be gone yeah and she was like my no. money no <laughs> so i'm like okay well what about this that means it's going to so, push what we're trying to do a little bit further back because of we're not doing what I originally wanted. Well, we're not even doing the original plan now anyway. Yeah, we are. We're still doing it. No. Yeah. Together? No. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So, yeah, there were some speed bumps. And even now... I mean, one of them's going to get paid off tomorrow. Hmm? I said one of the loans is getting paid off tomorrow. How? Because we done... We done We've been knocking that thing out. Oh. See? Look I, at God. I looked at it the other day. Oh, but it just gave me the total. Never mind. Never mind. That's right. Say <laughs> I just looked at it, but that was that was the total, so never mind. But anyways, it I mean it took me some time just because like he said, it's like Yeah. Like that was my... the total. It was, feels like we ain't touched nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a whole loan coming off. <laughs> Student loans, man, that system tripping. Over six percent on a loan. What's wrong with you? They should be capped at three percent. That's it. One for the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Should be no further than that. Three percent on the interest rate. Come on, politicians. Over there affecting these people's lives. Struggling and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> Get on my nerves. But yeah, it it I mean it took some time. Like moving out here, you know, retirement money had to be used, and I was like, <laughs> "But it's oh, all my money." Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, okay, so my retirement money has to be used to get here, car, furnish, refrigerator. Cause I don't know what he was talking about earlier, but we ha we got a refrigerator, you know. Those pay off debt. Pay, pay off, off the, all the credit cards. All, all. Not just my one credit card that I had actual money spent on because the other two I don't use. But not just that one. Oh, so mine plus his. Which are hers two. because she got the same credit cards as I do. Just now. Wedding present. Not then. Thank you. So, yeah. My, it was spent on you too. You my one plus his two or three because he has like, I don't know. Yeah, we went broke. Because all my money went, all your money went, and we wiped all them credit cards out. Yeah. And then some. Except the purple, you know. Purple, we ain't knocked that one out. It's still sitting on the card. But that's new. So. Yeah, that's, that's it's new. It's a new one. But yeah, so I was like, how come all of my money is being spent? And it's not necessarily for me. Like, it is because I have a car now. Because my other car was done. Oh, Bessie. Yeah. Oh, Bessie. It was blueberry. It's been good. She was good. Blueberry. But yeah, so you know that, you know, so there are things that I did get out of it, but for the majority, it was like a collective thing. And I was just like, you're so silly. I was just like, all, all of my money, like, what are you putting into this? So like I said, it, it took a minute. Mm -hmm. Took a minute. Yeah, so... And now I'm a little bit easier with it. <laughs> yeah, because the title, My Money. See, there you go. My Money. No, I mean, now it's... But there's still things that have to be figured out where being in our new roles, husband and wife, we got great um, advice from the Clarks about talking to each other about when you want to buy certain things. Yeah. And so 
even that sometimes is well i can't even remember what it was well we were talking to them because it was like they were curious <laughs> and wanted to know how we manage money because we do it differently than them as mm -hmm. you guys if you ain't seen it go watch it yes well, i will give you a brief and a little bit more information that we didn't talk about on the podcast, but we did afterwards or before. I can't remember. <laughs> this past future, future past has got me all confused. But regardless, <laughs> they have all of their stuff together. Hashtag emphasis on the Clarks. Got to make sure I shout that out. Yes. They have every everything together. Us, we have things separate in household together. So they were just curious on how and why and the reasons. And so they brought up a pretty good point, which is what you're going to talk about is moving forward. So after we've achieved the things that we wanted to getting into the retirement or just sick and tired of being separate, they started talking about the whole, um, how would that work? How would that work? Because we got the podcast praying to the Lord every day. This thing going to start bringing in revenues. It's money, money, money. So the podcast goes up, you know, Wilson Financial, when things get figured out, that goes up. Then we have what it is that we want to do with um, home buying and creating different programs and stuff like that through us purchasing and owning different homes. Mm -hmm. All of that is just a whole bunch of separation. When is it going to be a time when it comes together? So <laughs> right now we have our individual accounts, as we said, and then a joint for household. Mm -hmm. And then when retirement or stop working in some sort of aspect happens, which I enjoy my job. So even if I could retire or stop working, I would like to go until I physically Lord. cannot, or it's like, okay, I'm good. Time, Say to, it so. time to have fun, <laughs> you know. Say it so. I love what I do too. I just... I can't help but stop talking. No, just in a <laughs> I love what I do. Just want to be able to do it in a different capacity. Of course. That's all it is. I will too. That, that'll be the second part of my so, profession. This is the decade. So all you're going to get from me in the workforce, this is it. 2020, that's it. The 20s. We'll see. That's all you're going to get. <laughs> we'll Talking see. about the 2020s, not the 1920s. The twenties. This is Simply. all you're gonna get. This is it. We weren't here in the nineteen twenties. This is the end. Are we speaking the baby boomers? Oh wait, that was their parents. Never mind. Okay, keep going. <laughs> that big mama right there. My bad. Anyways, so uh, what was I saying? Separate the joint, and we, mm -hmm. you know, we funnel money into that to take care of the household things. Mm -hmm. um, but then at a certain point, you know, eventually my body, my brain is going to be done with my profession. It's like, okay, now's the time to just kick oh, back. Oh, that's what it was. And yeah. Kick back and... Kick back and enjoy. And so if I'm no longer working, yes, I'll have my retirement. But then he, well, we're, we're going to have all of the, what is it? The rental properties and hopefully the podcast and all those types of revenues, which are kind of currently just a him thing. So <laughs> only he's going to be getting money. And I'm just going to be sitting there as he was saying, asking for pennies. <laughs> Can I have an allowance, please? Because I won't really have, I mean, I'll have, <laughs> I'll have enough, but it, as we have it, you know, the money that I bring in takes care of certain bills and rent or whatnot and then his stuff. So it's like, okay, on my retirement, I still won't be able to be like paying for those kinds of things and enjoying life. Which you should be able to <laughs> if you properly contribute to your retirement and invest in it properly, properly. But you are right. Not with what we're trying to do. That is very true. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I will not. Can I give a little history lesson? No! Because what I just said didn't make sense, and I want to correct myself. You have been talking this entire time. We're going to come back to it, because <laughs> I want to share, because, you know, job and stuff, I can't talk about it, but I can right here. Go ahead. Anyway, so, Jesus, help the me. Events. All around you, every day we record. <laughs> Anyways, so 
they brought that up and it was kind of like a, oh, uh, I didn't really think about that because I, at this point in my life, am not thinking about retirement because I am 30 years old. Whereas this young person here is thinking about retiring in the next 10 years. Before I turn father. So, it was like, I guess we would need to figure out a different way to handle that cash flow because that wouldn't, yeah. I'm not okay with that. And I didn't even think of that. So, Because Carl was <laughs> like, so money that y'all put in together for this house and the money that you get, whatever the profit is for the rental property, you gonna put it into the business and then split it out to two different, and I was like, that's a lot of transfer. That's too much accounting for me. <laughs> you got a point. Yeah. We gotta figure that one out. So then we were thinking in the future, mm -hmm. maybe the near future, maybe the far future, but in the future, there will become a point where we'll have to, like most it says in the um, article, retired couples, combine their finances. Um, mm -hmm. The only thing with that is, is after doing something for such a long time, it becomes a habit. Conflict. And mm -hmm. yeah, and then you have the, you know, it's not so much it's my money, but I don't want to have to ask you about this, why, this and that and the other. And well, well I want to go and do this. And you know, you know there's just yeah. all the extras. And disparity between one of us had to sacrifice more, which right. allowed you to work more, which allowed you to contribute even more. So when we both retire, you over here with a hundred, five hundred thousand, I'm only over here with fifty. Right. Because I had to sit back and sacrifice. So without his sacrifice, I wouldn't have as much in my retirement. So I shouldn't be trying to hoard all of that money like here are your three dollars for the month <laughs> you know that's not right because it was in an essence a joint effort <laughs> yeah three dollars three dollars <laughs> obviously that's not realistic <laughs> but i'm just i'm just throwing it out you there you must have went through a great humongous depression three dollars <laughs> make me last for a month lord have mercy. But, you know <laughs> Without the sacrifice, that wouldn't be there. So it's not just the money that I earned from work. It's also the money that he earned from sacrificing whatever it was that he mm -hmm. could have been doing to put away more money. And so, you know, it, the mindset, as the article says, it's, it's a mental mindset change and an emotional thing has to happen in order for you yeah. not to have those conflicts. Yeah. Which and can I be difficult in time. And I think we'll be just like um, Lauren and Kyle. Don't even, I'm not even going to try to say the last name because I would jack that up. <laughs> but Lauren and Kyle, what they pretty much did in combining their um, accounts or, in, or with us sharing the burden, they were able to knock out 266,000. That's 266,000. In like three years, I think the article said. So he was like a firefighter and she was a nurse. nurse. Of course, they make different money. You know, I'm in the financial world. She's a nurse. So we're not on the same, you know, income level as that couple. But with us, I think we'll be similar in that sense as it pertains to this student debt. I think we'll have to talk about that. <laughs> so I... As far as sharing the burden, and we knocked it all down now. But, uh, but <laughs> never mind. Anyway, before we do the summary and conclusion on our Q flow tips right here, yes, I want to be a little educational. I want to be a teacher because I said <gasps> something about if you properly retire, you should have more than enough. If you properly save or uh, save contribute for, to your retirement. Contribute to your retirement. You follow the right plan when you're around our age. You want to put closer to 17% aside every time you get paid. If you're after 35, you want to be at 22, 24%. But not everyone can do that based on the money that they have coming in. So what I said is not entirely true. Also with the cost of living going up, inflation is a completely different time now than what it was for the baby boomers because they was making money for a lot of them hand over fist as compared to cost of living 
So that gave them a whole lot more money to start investing and putting aside. As generations came down, as far as cost of living and then the income, this is what's happening. So it's going to make it a whole lot more difficult for you to continue for you to start saving for your future. So that's where our conversation went towards not only just buying a house for ourselves or building a house that we will want to start purchasing homes, getting into the rental property, using that skill that I formerly was taught. Shout out to Gregory Johnson on how to utilize that to generate you know, revenue that's long-standing. It could be forever, passed down to generation. Um, us, we're probably gonna be a little bit more selective and be like a 30, 35 year term and then giving other people the ability to start their financial journey or have a piece of property for themselves that they can build off of and have long-term wealth within that family. So those are the things that we're um, starting out, will be starting thinking. out to do or thinking about doing. I should say we ain't started nothing yet. It's still a conversation, yeah. but that's something that we're going to start putting our foot in. So for us, with cost of living and all of those different things, we have to be even more creative mm -hmm. on being able to literally retire rather than working until we're like 72 which is another law that changed as far as contributing and then withdrawal period out of your IRAs, out of your 401ks. It's to 72. You got Social Security sitting there say 2035, y'all. Ain't no more money. And that's going to be crazy for a lot of people out there that have been working and Social Security ain't got no more money. What was y'all doing? Really? So with all of that news, we have to be more creative for us millennials to be able to retire at the age that we want and be comfortable in living when we decide to retire. Creative and proactive. It's, that is the key, proactive also, because mm -hmm. not everyone's income is the same, but if you're smart, methodical, having conversations, not only with financial advisors, investment individuals, with your significant other, all of that, all of those forms <laughs> of communication are gonna be valuable, priceless. And it can help you, you know, make sure you're ready. So we're going to close it out with our overall thoughts that I have here on the papel. Keep the lines of communication open. As I said before, this is the topic of what it is that we do. This is what our relationship was founded upon in our friendship. Yeah, friendship <laughs> stage. <laughs> and that is to always be honest, open, and transparent in everything that you communicate. From parenting to uh, to money to supporting one another. Oh, yeah. To the money, money, money. And if you are... To the sexual healing. All of that stuff. You got to be able to communicate. What are you going to say? I was going to say, and if you are in our particular type of situation, blending of families. Yes. That is at any, at, at any age. You can be twice her age. It don't matter. You've been, that, that could be even more challenging because you've had an even longer time of doing it your way. And then now you got kids that are teenagers or off the college and you just, that's how I have it. Get out of here, girl. No. So having that communication. We already talked about no questions asked spending limit, which coincided right here with the fund money. When you're having those conversations and you're budgeting, going through expenditures, make sure you're having a conversation about short term and long term goals, which we've had and we're going to achieve them in the name of the Lord, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. God willing. Three, that trinity. Why you <laughs> Because all you was going to do is give me $3. $3. Yeah, it's my favorite number, so it's the number that always comes to mind. Exactly. You brought up the topic about sharing, well, kind of, sharing the burden, the different perspectives. So sharing the responsibility, but more importantly, it is my job to share the knowledge. Anything happens to me, She's going to be able to take care of everything. She's going to be able to understand and know why I do certain things and why it's always forward thinking and not presently thinking. So when she gets to the time, because 
if something happens to me, God forbid, and you're here, three kids, that means you're going to be working even harder. And if you're working even harder and you're being smart with your money, you won't have to work hard forever. You'll be able to take some of them years back to just, you know, relax. Mm -hmm. Because you, you did exactly what the Lord blessed me with in this mind and pass it on down. Right. So put in the work to ensure you are on the same page in every aspect of your lives. Um, even the small things we talked about with the, um, with the clerks, you know, can I get this gum? Nah, wait till it's on sale. 49, 49 cent, not seven and five. So all of those things, <laughs> it, it don't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. Because disagreements over money are the most common reasons for breakups and divorces. Uh, be, as you said, proactive mm -hmm. in everything that you guys do. And make sure you're making above all smart decisions. Even myself being the money guy, I go to other people who are, you know, head and shoulders above me to pick their brain and get advice on what I can do. Excuse me. And then I come home with it to her and then we apply it in our way that works best for us in our situation. So always seeking those smart decisions uh, when it comes to managing your money. And understand that although communication is the most important because some conversations when it comes to money can be a bit intense, a bit emotional, you might have to just, what is it they say, put a pin in it. Set it on the table for a minute, walk away, do some jumping jacks. Just like we learned in marriage counseling. You know, don't yeah. let the sun set. Sometimes the sun needs to set and you pick it back up when the sun rises. You're on the same page of we're going to handle this when we both cool down. Mm -hmm. So you're not angry with each other. You just know we're not resolving this tonight. And that's okay. So, you know, put it down, come back to it with clearer, calmer heads, and then yeah. talk some more. And yep. that's all okay. You said put it down. So we finna go night, night. Come on. <laughs> You're so Thank you for joining us. Good night. Nighty night. <laughs>